what is up everyone um to be honest it's like 11 o'clock i think like 11 30 my time and i just can't sleep um i mean like i don't know i just i haven't been able to be sleeping i took a nap i think that's why during the day and now i'm wide awake which is great because I go back to work tomorrow, so that's exciting at 6, 6 a.m. So, anyways, um, I just wanted to thank everyone. I think this more of a podcast of celebrating the one-year anniversary of Talia Helps podcast, which I am so, like, blown away that I have, it's already been a year since I dropped my first podcast. And it was yesterday, May 10th, but I'm always late on my deadlines and I'm always late on my, like, celebrations because that's just who I am. But I'm just so, like, it's mind-blowing that a year ago, yesterday, I came, I was just in a whole different aspect in life. Like, I was struggling emotionally and spiritually, and I just came, we just, they just called out COVID so we couldn't go back to work and I was out of work and I just kind of like stopped working like everyone else in this world and I literally was able to just focus on myself and focus on immensely spiritually physically and emotionally and it's been like crazy to think that's already been a year And, like, we started in April, right? COVID happened in April, March, end of March. And May is when I came out with my podcast. Like, I had this idea of, like, I'm going to make a podcast. I'm going to be like every other person to make podcasts. But I wanted my podcast to be something special. I wanted it to be real and to the point and the truth. And I think, looking back, I've already had, like, two seasons. This is my second season I'm on and I'm like on episode six or seven I don't really remember but it's just crazy to think like being true to yourself and just talking um to you guys and just having people hear you and support you and even though I talk like I'm talking talking all kinds of stories and like all over the place half the time when I record these podcasts and like they're not edited I don't put any like effort in them I just straight up just post it and I just think it's it's crazy to see my following base and like how many people have listened to all of them and like I've hit I'm almost to 300 and let's see I think we're at like 300 300 around there of people that have listened to my podcast and it's really amazing it truly is amazing um I think I have like 10 people that listen like continuously because whenever I post a podcast I see the 10 people that have heard it and I'm just like oh my gosh like it just makes me like feel so I get chicken skin every single time I think about it and it's just like oh my gosh and excited and also hella nervous I get so nervous doing these podcasts and I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart of the support 
I know a lot of you guys have sent me, um, if you guys follow me on Instagram or social media, um, I do post a lot about my podcast and about, like, upcoming stories and, like, upcoming questions I wanted to do, but, um, it's just been crazy to think, think about all, how much I've grown since a year from now, and, um, I was so afraid to talk about things. I was so afraid if I, like, shine light on the dark times of my life and if I shared, like, the hardcore shit that I'd be looked down upon, that I'd get bad reviews or feedback, and, um, ever since I've come out, like, clean of, like, what I've been through, what I've done, and, um, just, like, the real shit in life, I've gotten so many people reach out to me and share their own stories, and, um, just people have been telling me, like, to be, like, 100% real, and I appreciate that, and I just think it's, it's the most amazing thing to see a difference that you can make in other people's lives, even with the shit I've gone through and how I, what I've overcome, I still am able to reach out to people and just hear their stories, and I love when my supporters and my fan base reach out to me and like talk to me through social media and send me messages and I was like you inspired me to blah 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 blah. and it's just it's so amazing to like realize that your voice can be can make a difference and it can be who you need to be and I think these podcasts have helped me throughout this year just to really remind myself that change is good and being uncomfortable and to find my space and just to talk about my feelings is okay instead of like keeping them in and like overcoming and like breaking down um damn so recently at work on friday i had a mental breakdown i had to go home i was only at work for like two to three hours and on Friday, I was going to try to stay in clothes because I didn't want to, like, you know, I'm I'm stubborn. But my really good friend slash coworker was like, hey, you need to go home. Like, I want you to go home. And so I was kind of like, okay, fine, I'll go home because I can't control my emotions. And um, I just think this year has been such a hard year for me personally um, with working full time and being with my kids all the time 24-7 and just with the hard conditions of COVID and the changes we've had in our kids and like the scenes and like the disrespect that I've received throughout the year has been really hard for me and like it's just I'm not gonna get into it that much because I don't think personally for my coworkers and for my boss like I don't want to offend anyone and I know a lot of people are like what like do you offend people and I was like no because I respect my coworkers and my boss and they're the most amazing people and I've grown with them throughout these three years I've been with the champions program and um these kids have been literally my life my potential my my passion and everything I do, um, I give them a hundred percent. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, I love my kids and if people knew me like personally, they would know that like 
my kids are my number one thing. I try to do the best I can with them. I try to be there for them. And I try to be their person that they can come to. And I am also the discipline hammer for them. Like, I discipline them a lot. And I try to to have them see that they're loved in a way and being a teacher that like I don't consider myself as a teacher and I probably should but I really don't I don't consider myself as a teacher I consider myself as more of somebody that is just going to be there for the kids and I know my official title is site site teacher but for me I I go out and beyond for my my kids. I try to reason with them and I I want them to grow every day and to see the potential and the the blessing they are in this life. Um I dealt with the older kids mostly, but this year has changed my changed my whole perspective on everything. I'm able to work through kinder through 8th grade. I'm able to be with the youngers and the middles and the olders so I get to be with all three of them and has it been hard oh fuck yes like shit has been hard this this year but it's so worth it even though I struggle with a lot of my kids having mental breakdowns during the day not wanting to go to school hating school fighting with their siblings um, having no friends because their friends are different now, um, just, like, in the awkward sense of just this whole fucking year, it's just awkward with COVID and stuff, it's changed a lot of our kids, and, like, I don't think people realize that, or, like, their parents realize that it's changed them in a way, I mean, like, damn, our kids are, on technology, like, they're used to talking through their friends through technology, they're awkward, I've never seen so many awkward kids not be able to, like, hang out and just have a normal conversation, and, like, I talk to my coworkers all the time about it, and I'm just, like, it's so sad to see, like, our social cues and our socialness come, like, down, and it's hard to see our kids, like, for me, it's hard to see my kids struggle, in class and in, like, uh, just in their grades and their testing and how much things have, like, fallen because them not being in a classroom on a daily basis and with, like, eight hours and cutting it down to three, only three hours in a classroom has made a huge difference for these kids. And it's, it's hard, like, it's really hard for them. And, Um, I think this year they have really, our kids have really depended on us as teachers, especially champions, because we were there before and after school care, but right now I'm there, we're all there all the time. We're full-time, pretty much daycare with these kids. We have some of the kids that come at like 6.30 in the morning and they stay till 5.45 in the afternoon at night. And some of them are regulars. Our our site is, like, one of the biggest sites, has the most kids, and we grow every day. And 
don't get me wrong, I don't, I'm not saying I don't like to spend time with my kids, they're literally my everything, but there are days and times where just being there all the time has overwhelmed my own soul, and has just been really hard on me, um, I mean, like, I, during this year, I've lost a lot of my good friends from suicide, and from um, accidents, and, um, there are times where I'm just trying to survive financially, trying to hustle, and trying to, I'd work, like, Sunday to Sunday, just to get money, and I haven't been taking care of myself mentally, um, and emotionally and physically, um, there's days where I'm just tired, I'll just knock out for hours, and, I just, um, it's just not healthy, you know, and just barely I decide to resign from my old, old folks home, which I'm really sad about, um, being a caregiver, but for me, it's been so hard to transition to not, um, working as much as I used to, um, today somebody told me, they're like, T, you know you're getting old, right? And I said, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not old. And they're like, they're like, well, you're not old, but you need to start settling down. You need to start taking care of yourself. And I looked at them and I was like, oh, I know. I can feel it. They're like, they just, my friends and my family just know that I work a lot. I am literally like a dog that works 24-7. I hardly am hanging out with people, and if I'm not hanging out with people, I'm literally sleeping, catching up on my sleep. I literally am resting, or I'm spending time with my family, or spending my time with my parents, or just doing a project that I, that needs to be done. Like I'm so far behind on things that I need to be done, and there's like due dates that have been expired that I need to get done, and it's just like. There's times where I just sit here and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And then there's times where I just sit here and I'm just like, so many blessings have come to me in so many different ways through people, through my work, through just like Holy Father. And I'm like, I hardly, there's times on Sunday that I don't go to church because I'm just too tired. And I, I'm just, I'm just tired and exhausted and I feel bad, but there's times where I just, I literally just stay in my room all day, watch movies, and just relax, and for me, it's just like, the amount I sleep on the weekends is crazy compared to the amount I don't ever find time to sleep on during the weekdays, and one of my good friends is like, tea, like, I know you do so much for other people, and I know that you're there for other people, but I hope you know that you're making a difference in so many people's lives. And for me, as I was talking to my good coworker after my whole mental breakdown, I told her I just feel like I failed so badly this year with all my kids, and I haven't been able to be the teacher that I wanted to be this year because... I've been, I've been having to deal with so many other little fires to put out, and 
it's it's so hard for me to show like my emotional side and to show my affectionate side to my kids because I've always just like been that hammer and been that like um I don't know the hard ass to teacher to them and I've never shown my emotions I've never gotten really um just like deep with them and just like straight up I've always been straight up but I've always been sarcastic so they never know if I'm being real or if I'm just telling them the truth and I know that's my fault half the time but I was telling my good co-worker my, one of my closest friends that works with me and I was telling her like I feel like I failed this year as a teacher I feel like I failed so many things I feel like I'm I have distant relationships with all my older kids because I'm trying to help out and deal with the younger kids and the littles and like it's great to have it and then it's like I feel like I've outgrown most of my teacher duties into becoming this crazy person at work and being the only one that kind of like sort of disciplines and just wants to be the best and I just feel like my light has kind of dims and she said she said yes I've seen it's so sad to see you this year because I've seen so much of your energy and your passionate side just drain and I was just like thinking like it's so true like I've drained a lot over this year with just being so tired and exhausted and trying to find the right balance with myself but also with the kids um I've gotten close to kids that are like I would never have thought I'd gotten close with and then I've gotten like farther away from some of my kids that have been like my best ride and dies and um I think the hardest part is transitioning to understand like I don't get to ever see my big kids because they're all not going to school and most of them are walking and I don't ever get to see them only when there's like testing days is where I get to see them and they come up to me and they just talk to me about their lives and I think that's one of the biggest things I miss is just being able to understand that they're okay and um, they already know like they can always come to me and talk to me and I have Um, A lot of 8th graders are moving on to high school this year. And it's just crazy to think that my babies are, you know, leaving. I've known them since they were 6th grade. And we've gone through so many up and downs. And throughout the years I've worked at this this school. And I don't regret anything. And I, I would never take back all the bad memories, all the fights, all the words that they use, all the things that they would say to me, but then at the end of the day, their trust and their love, and there are different ways they tell me and show me is something that I've always held dear to me, and the growth I've seen in my kids, and the growth that they have seen in me, and being able to just understand that it's okay to to push yourself in a way and I'm really grateful to be able to have this year because even though it's been shitty 
I've been able to bond with so many other kids. I've been able to work with different age groups and be able to be there for my coworkers and see my coworkers progress and to be able to help out my boss and just to see myself grow in a company that I never thought I was going to grow in. Like, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, let's just do it. Um, to be able to see the changes we make in so many kids' lives. And it's just beautiful um, to like, be able to have good fr- good-ass motherfucking friends from this job. I've met so many great people and that inspire me every day and that I want to cheer on throughout my whole entire life. And one of my really close coworkers have become literally a family member to me and my best friend. Um, she's literally the most amazing worker I've ever met and I have so much respect for her and it's sad to say that she's leaving at the end of this month but it's good to see your coworkers grow and educate themselves and do what they love to do and um, it's sad to say goodbye uh, I think one of the things I struggle with is change and saying goodbye I don't just do goodbyes, I've never done goodbyes, I just literally will just walk away and just like, I'm the worst, like I hate giving goodbyes, I hate giving hugs, um, I think the hardest goodbye in my life was when I moved back to Vegas from Hawaii, Hawaii. I think that was the hardest goodbye, I literally bawled the whole entire sitting wing for the plane, on the plane, after the plane, I cried a good straight six hours and people were just staring at me like I was a freaking freak which I probably was because I was sobbing but I think in the hardest goodbyes there's always the best beginnings in life and there's always the doors that open if we're willing to to open them and walk through them and I'm excited for this coming summer and this coming year this coming next school year because I am able to open this door that I've been kind of scared about I'm not gonna lie and I am able to walk through it and grow for it and be able to become something that I've always known it could be and I know you guys are probably like oh my gosh what is that but I'm not gonna announce it anytime soon because I'm still waiting and we're still it's still it's still a waiting process but I'm very excited for what is to come um this coming at school year may be a little bit different from my other school years that has come before and um there's gonna be a lot of tears and goodbyes but I know that with this door that's been offered and this opportunity that's been offered I I want to take it full on 100% and be my best and do my best and fail multiple times but be able to be strong and come back fighting and with the support that I have that I felt over these couple days with taking off through a mental breakdown (laughs) um 
but just with the support that has I have in, within my job and within the people that are I surround myself with and my good friends and with the company that I work with, I no doubtly know that I will do well in this opportunity and I'll be able to be the best I can be. Um, and I'm just really excited to see the future. And I think that's, you have to go through some hardships to be able to overcome and find those blessings. And, um, I've been so blessed. I am, I've been blessed beyond measure to find things that are just so, so amazing and to find people in my life that truly care and they see your worth and yourself and I just it's just great to see the blessings and the simple things that my heavenly father has given me um I always have to keep myself really humbled into the things that I see on a daily basis because every day I have miracles happening every day I have something just happens to me that makes my day brighter and if I can touch if I every day my goal is to touch somebody's life once a day and and I just try out my best and it's been a great ride this year but I'm excited mother heifers to have this school year over I have two more weeks next week's our last week until school is over and we officially go to summer program and we officially get ready for summer and um it's been a wild crazy roller coaster to say the least but it's been worth every single moment um so it's been really great uh but yeah I just want to let you guys know what's been going on I have an off work for two days I go back tomorrow morning and I just, I kind of just need a break, a mental break, that's what we call it these days, um, and just to step away a little bit, I think a lot has been just wearing and tearing me at work, and honestly, I live at work, and I think that's probably the reason why I have this crazy emotional breakdown. And I think that um, you, some people, you just need to take care of yourself. And you just need to be honest with yourself. Even though it's hard for me to admit that I can get emotional and have breakdowns. I do all the time. But I think on Friday, that was the first time I ever cried for a long time. For a year. I usually cry only once every year. And I know that's not healthy. You guys can at me for all I fucking care. But yeah, I know it's not healthy. But that's just how I process things. And I think I'm just getting better at understanding my feelings. Understanding who to talk to. And just having these podcasts to like tell my feelings. And um, be held accountable for my dumbass shit that I do. And my stubborn ass. Because if you guys truly know me as a person, you would 100% agree that I'm the most stubborn-ass person ever. 
and I am really bad at, um, I'm really bad at not caring for those that I love, and my passionate side is crazy, but um, I'm also a straight-up asshole. I am the biggest asshole as well, so it's just great. Like, I have the best qualities in a person. No wonder I'm doing so well, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just wanted to update you guys and just tell you guys that mental health is important. Trust me, I have been feeling that for um, a week already. Um, it's okay to be emotional and it's okay to cry. Um, you can either cry behind closed doors, which I, that's me, but also, if you do cry around me, my good friends that are listening, I will always have your back, and I won't cry with you, but I will pat you on the back, and I will make sure you're okay, and then I'll probably say something assholey after that, but other than that, mental break is needed for everyone, um, especially after COVID and everything that's been happening, especially after, like, my good friends that have passed away, I've really had emotions that I needed to take care of, and I just needed to cleanse my palate and release these emotions and come back stronger for my kids and come back with um new material and with curriculum i'm excited to say this it is asian america and pacific islander month um so i have i have the most amazing friends around the whole entire world that are making me videos so i can share share with my kids um about their heritage and their cultures so i already got some videos that i've been watching and i'm super excited I'm super, super, super excited to show them and to my kids. And I'm just grateful for all the support and the love. And also love and support your Asian American and Pacific Islanders because literally we're the best people in the world. I know you guys love us. I know all those people that have friends that are Asians and that are Pacific Islanders they are the dopest people in the world, not just because I am a Pacific Islander, I'm 100% someone, I think they are the most amazing people in the world, and um, one thing that I want to say about my culture and about who I am is I'm very grateful that respect is one of the things that I'm able to have in my life, respect and religion and family are the three main things that I am grateful for in this life. I wasn't raised by Polynesians or by my culture, but my parents always made it a point to know where I was from, and they always made me feel comfortable to be able to be who I am and the culture that I am. Um, there is this one person she's my good cousin and I did put this on my social media but I asked if anyone feels different from their I don't know how to explain it I just 
here. Let me find it. It's on Insta. I asked, I shared this thing about, um, and I, it, I shouldn't be like crazy about this, but these are my feelings. And, um, there's been a lot of things that have spotlight, like this year of race, culture, and ethnicity. I can't say that. Eth- you guys know what I'm saying. Sorry. Race and culture throughout this whole entire time of COVID. Like, you've seen a lot of things. Um, but some people feel 100% on where they come from. But for me, while growing up, I felt very different. And sometimes I feel like I don't have the right to wave my culture race. And while growing up, I would educate myself a lot more. So would my parents on where I come from, they made me proud of being who I am as 100% someone. But as I grew up, I never expected to receive judgments from so many. And I'd received from people who grow up in a Polynesian homes saying I was too white or the people I grew up with being scared to ask me where I came from or I was sorry that I was adopted in Samoan. So I've created my own image of who I am. So I'm curious if it's just me feeling the same way or there are others in your culture race that feel the same way. I'm proud of who I am now and I'm just tired of backlash by people saying shit. I could send... I... I've talked about this before in my, like, podcasts, and it's one of my biggest factors in my life is being different, um, and I got, like, feedback of people, like, saying, Talia, don't think about that, like, race isn't important, it's you, like, be 100% you, and I totally understand that concept, 100%, and I appreciate those supporters, but... They all come from and grow up with the people around them in their own race and culture. For me, being outside of the box, nobody understands where I come from when it comes from I being adopted and growing up in a white in a white community and me being the only brown person in that whole entire community. And with being raised by white people I've had things and have been around people that are very interesting with me and then just not being able to fit in my own culture and with people that I know are from Samoa and I've seen both sides because I've been there with the Polys, like, I get along with them all the time, my good friends are all Polynesians, but there are times where I came to crossroads with people that are my own culture that told me that I wasn't Samoan enough, or I was a coconut, because I, I was different, and I'm not saying, I'm not putting anyone down, I'm just saying that as I grow up and as I still am growing as a person, it's always hard because I look someone, I have the features, I have everything. I have everything someone, but I'm, I'm different. I was grew up way different from others. And I don't take it offensively. I just, it's just a normal life. But one of my really good friends slash cousins 
replied back to me on this post and I 100% was like oh my gosh she totally understands where I'm coming from because I think if you grew up in a whole different culture and race from your own race you would understand like where I'm coming from I don't know how to explain it I feel like I'm babbling but this is what my good cousin slash friend said and she said I feel this on a deep level as someone who is half Tongan and half black I always could never tell who I was as I grew up in areas where I didn't see too many people who looks like me but also my bio father who was black was not in the home so I had a stepfather who was also who was also spoke to me about Samoa and how to be Samoan. So here I was in junior high telling people I was half talking, half Samoan, and hiding a whole part of me and lying about who I was. And I've grown up now and done my best to correct that anti-blackness that was within me and reconnecting to it and embracing it as I just want to say, you are not half, this is this and half that. You are 100% of both which makes you 100% you. You are who you are, and people who you do judge you for being half-cast or not growing up in the islands can stay ignorant, stay ignorant, oh my gosh, stay, stay ignorant until they're ready to be delivered, be loved, because what you're not going to do is tell me who I am, and I'm not when I'm the one who knows me the best. So yeah, I literally am just going to end on this because I just think it's 100% true. Like I said, for those ones that struggle with like um, being raised in a whole different culture, in a whole different community and race, when they're a whole other like race and culture, it's harder than you guys think. Like, people always will tell me, like, oh, no, T, like, be who you are. You should know it. But deep down inside, I always had those feelings of, like, on a whole other level. And my, me and my cousin that just sent me that a couple weeks ago, we're super close. And we talk about everything. And she lives in Australia. She's amazing. And I love her. And we talk a lot about just these type of things. And I'm so proud of her because um, recently she's been educated on her her black side of who she is. And it's really cool to see her open up and to regain that education and to understand it. And to be like one with a culture that she's missed her whole life. And be able to be a part of something that's making a difference in, in now, today's world. And I just shout her out because, like, it's beautiful to see somebody grow in their own culture and race. To be able to understand and educate themselves in something whole new to them. And throughout my life, I've, I have to say I've always been so grateful for my parents my white beautiful parents that I look just like for always educating me and telling me and raising me up in the Samoan way and 
they educated themselves so they could educate my, me while growing up. They didn't know everything 100%, but they knew the important way of knowing to be able to love me in a way and to show me my culture and in my own eyes and my own in my own way. And I will never forget the many stares and the many judgments we would get as a family for being a biracial family in America and Utah and in Vegas. In Vegas it got better but I would always remember when people would see me with my parents and I would just be smiling, taking pictures, people's faces of shock, people's faces of like, oh my gosh, like that's her parents. And to me, it's just like the normal, but to other people, it's not. And like I, like my cousin said, it's on a whole deeper level. If you don't understand it, you don't understand it. But I hope you educate yourself with that person and try to understand what they go through and what they they see on the daily. I am a whitewashed Polynesian, 100%. But I also am so 100% Samoan. And, and I am proud of it. I will never, ever not be proud of it. I am was born in Western Samoa to amazing, loving parents. And I was adopted out to amazing, loving parents as well. I grew up in a whole different life than my other siblings. And I was able to have a second chance and become Americanized to be able to live in an American dream that my parents wanted me to live, to be able to down the road eventually help out my siblings in Samoa and to come back and provide for them. I am the first generation of many and the first generation of my namesake of my blood, my ancestry that has laid roots in America. And because of adoption and because of my parents' faith to find me, I wouldn't be here to this day. I would be able to be blessed with what I am today. And for all those haters and all those people that criticize me or tell me that I'm wrong, y'all can go to hell. Just kidding. You're all going to heaven, but you can all shut the fuck up because I'm who I am. And I'm proud of it. And I think at the end of the day, people need to educate themselves on the Pacific Islands and Asian Americans. I think this month I was really excited to educate my kids and to show them the importance to know these cultures and these amazing cultures that are enriched with beautiful traditions, beautiful foods, just beautiful, rich people that are always happy, that I that need to be heard, that needs to be understood, and that are amazing people that have done so much to this world and I'm so excited and I'm happy to share my education to those little kids 
to make a difference to them by showing them what is in the world and what is not. And I think it's great to be able to share your culture to those around you. Anyways, I am so grateful for you all. And I always want to be 100% with you guys, so I like to do updates. And I'm very sorry that I missed... Yesterday was my one-year marker for my podcast, and I suck because I'm doing a day after, like, usual, but, um, I just want to thank all of you, seriously, for making this podcast be something that it is, and something that is gonna be big in the future. I'm excited to see where we go, and I know I promised a lot of things, but we're gonna do baby steps right, but... I'm excited and so happy. So, happy one year anniversary to Talia Hope's podcast. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the love and support. I love you guys and I support you. Please, if you ever need anything, if you ever need to get a hold of me, if you have me as a good ass friend, text me, call me. Or just find me on social media. Hit me up. DM me through Instagram, Facebook. I'm always on there. Snapchat. Sometimes Snapchat is going to be take a little bit. I'm more on Instagram, Facebook. But you guys know where to find me. But I love you guys. And again, happy one year anniversary to Talia's podcast. And thank you so much for the support and listening. I love you all. Lots of lo-fi's. And have a great night.